believe in this message by grace. How many believe that? It is only by grace. Amen. Brother Olifant, if you can just come to the front, open the service with a word of prayer. Amen. I'm only in this message by grace. It is only once again we can know that it's only by grace that we are in this message of God it didn't take a man it takes you oh God the man that was once saw by Pilate 
an unbeliever saying here is a man it's a man that we know the woman that can speak the truth tikolonge kangaka siyabulela ngelithuba usiphelona uba siphinde size endlini yakho sizokuba uva ubumnandi bentando yakho uzobonisana kunye nathi ukuba ngaba singobani nosikhumbu uzoba sisuke phina sivela phina inkosi soninanini ngokuthi ngakhanga usiyekelele wasigcina kwade kwalapha sithi sithembele kuwe nje ngoko wena uqalile umsebenzi sinelo thempu bangabe uyawugqibezela ngoba ke xhomesi ngibonke abasesandleni sakho ucinga baluze uchilo elizwini lakho tiqothandekayo siyabulela ngokuthi nathi sibanda kanyeke ubangaba sikwelo xhomesi eso sandla sakho isandla xhomesi ngilesigqibeleleyo eso xhomesi ngileyo esenza xhomesi ngileyo wonke umuntu othe wayiva inyaniso weva uba aphesuka khona aze asabele abizola ngaphezulu ngaenhla thixolene kangaka siyabulela ke sonina nisikelela bonke abathebeza bazomamela thixuba ufuna senze entoni na ufuna isikhumbuza entoni na sikelela naba ngakhange bafuma nelithuba lokuza ubalondolo zobagcine kwindawo bakuza kwenzeke konke igama likumfeli wethu Yesu Kristu ngosi yethu amen
from the screen your Bibles today. Uh, I think the lighting is extremely bad, but it's being attended to. Lighting. Amen. Amen. It's being, it will be fixed. Amen. Let's go and read in our Bible. Uh, if you don't see, just look at the screen. We'll read together there. It's written. 
think it's several scriptures that we'll read today. Uh, I think let's start from First Peter uh, four. Four. From verse 10 to 11. So, verse 10 to 11. It reads in this manner: It says, As every man hath received the gift, even so minister the same one to another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. If any man speak, let him speak as the oracles of God. If any man minister, let him do it as of the ability which God giveth, that God in all things may be glorified through Jesus Christ, to whom be praise and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Kube yilo na long isipo asipweyo jenga bapati abatle bomusa omnini manda omnini omnini ingi ukangulungulu uma umuntu ekuluma magakulume jenga kwama zikangulungulu uma umuntu ekonza magakonza ngamanda awaniga ukulungulu ukuze ukulungulu atuni isoko konge Jesu Kristu. Amen. I think First Timothy four, four, uh, four as well, verse fourteen. Timothy chapter with the laying on of the of the hands of the presbytery. Amen. As we pray. Most gracious Heavenly Father, this evening it's us again. Amen. Lord we are very much happy to come and approach your throne of mercy once again, dear God. Amen. And I believe as we are singing unto you this evening, you are worthy of every praise, you are worthy of every song, you are worthy for every praise and worship that is ushered unto you, dear God. And that is why for a few minutes we will read the scripture to encourage the believers so that when they go back home, they should be as encouraged soldiers of the cross. Amen. That's our desire as we commit to the reading of the word to you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. As you take your seats. Amen. Uh, this evening we want to speak about uh, the, the gift that is in the Amen. Is it stirring it? Amen. That's, that's what we want to speak about this evening. Maybe um, 
we can read as well as Second Timothy, uh, chapter one, uh, verse six. Verse six. Uh, Second Timothy, chapter one, verse six. It was written in this manner. It was addressed to Timothy by Paul. Wherefore I put thee in remembrance that thou stay up the gift of God which is in thee by the putting on of my hands. Amen. Yes. That is Second Timothy chapter one Amen. God bless you richly. I, I like I like how Paul spoke about the gifts in the church. Especially where he says, As every man hath received the gift, even so minister the same one to another. And then uh, I think I think that is the, the best ad- biblical advice. Uh, not forgetting that the Bible says gifts and callings are without repentance. And not forgetting that in every local assembly there are nine spiritual gifts assigned to it. And not forgetting that a prophet in the end time was a gift to this generation. And then not forgetting that it's not just about the gift only, it's about the character behind the gift. And not forgetting that we need the gifts in the church. And so that they can be operational in the church. Amen. Just a few remarks that I want to say before I read my quotations here. A gift is not something that you learn, it's something that you are born with. If it's there, it's there. If it's not there, it's not there. Hallelujah. There is no gray area. Amen. There is no gray area. Either is there or is not there. And if it is there, you were born. It's a, a, we normally use the word innate. You were born with it. And then if you are not born with it, it's not there. The, the greatest uh, danger to, to, to the economy of God has always been uh, the people that would want to manufacture what God has not given. If you try to manufacture what God has not given, you bring a reproach to the kingdom of God. Like a, a young man that heard about divine healing one, uh, one evening. It was Sunday morning actually. 
and then he heard about what God does through divine healing when he left the church in the streets then he met a man that was crippled uh, on his crutches and said to him you just wait here Uh, just sit down and he took the crutches and he broke them into pieces in the name of Jesus Christ stand up and walk nothing happened until he had to look at the nearest tree to get new crashes for the poor my question is that when he did it uh, Jesus says the son does nothing until he sees the father doing. A, a real believer is led by a vision. If you have not seen it, don't attempt it. Because if you attempt it, you will bring you will discredit the very cause that you want to advocate for. Are we together believers? You know the prophet, he was not afraid even to tell the person that uh, God has not showed me anything. If you want an example, go and check about Sister Edith that was in the church. Who was crippled on a wheelchair. I've been there for many years in Brenham Tabernacle. Brother Brenham never did anything. He says because God did not show him anything. Thing. And he did not feel pressure to manufacture anything. Because he was led by the Spirit. And this evening we are not under pressure. We are led by the Spirit. If God does it, then we will do it. If he doesn't do it, we won't do it. If he doesn't speak it, we won't speak it. It has to be him first making a move. I hope we are together there. So a gift is not something that we learn. It's something that we are born with. It is not something that we receive from men. It's something that we receive from God. The people can sanction it, but it was put there by God. Hope we are together. The gifts that come from God is a giver of every good gift. Hallelujah. And it is not something that we need to discover. When something is in you, it comes out naturally. A child was made to walk. It was made to sit and crawl and walk. Uh, there's never been a time where you say, child, uh, sit down here. We want you to sit like this. I want you to crawl like this. No, it's already already in the child. The child will express what is already in him. And the church will express what is it in, in itself. I hope we are together. Amen.
Now, now uh, uh, the prophet says in the message influence. Um, prophet, when influence. He says this is a gift. What is a gift? To if I can move my own thinking. This brother Bran says he was that was his greatest gift. He says if I can move my own thinking. If I can move my own life from me. My natural life, my soul, that's William Brenham. William Brenham. If I can get him out of the way, God will use the spirit of the body to speak. For a gift to work, you must be able to move out of the way. But a lot of times, the reason the gifts are not effective is because we put ourselves in the way. But the prophet said, we must put ourselves out of the picture um, prof- so that he can come into the picture. Um, a, a, gift, a gift is a good thing but it can be a dangerous thing. Uh, I think if you have long been in the message you have seen what gifts can do to people. Uh, because once, once God blesses the gift then it, there is a risk that the gift can inflate the ego. If God blesses me as a pastor to minister to you and my gift gets inflated then it comes to the point where it has to be me and me and me. I, 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 I. That means the ego is inflated. But this even for me to be effective and for God to use me, I must be out of the picture so that he can come into the picture. It must not be me doing it. I'm just a channel through which he comes down to you. And that's why when all is said and done, it's him that must get the praise, not a man. A gift comes from God and God must get a credit for the gift. Today, we are not worshipping William Brennan, but we admire the gift of God in the man. Because why? His ministry was a gift to the people. And we as pastors, our ministries are gifted to the people. And you singers, it's a gift to the people. At no point a gift belongs to an individual. It comes from the almighty God. And my greatest desire is that if all of us have got gifts, let us use them for the glorification of the Lord. And, and never shy away from utilizing your gift. And actually, uh, we'll get to know how do you know that you've got it. You know that your gift will make you restless. And whenever you are restless about certain things, they will reveal your gift 
amongst your rest in within your restlessness. I hope we are together and I will show you that. Now they asked the brother Brennan because a gift has got to do with the position as well. I say the gift has to do with the position. Because you, you need to operationalize your gift from your position. And if I know my gift and I know my position, I've got no problem with the position and the gift of Brother Mzizi. And he doesn't have the his pro the problem with the gift of any of, of you. Because the gifts of God are not complete, are competing, are complementary. I hope we are together. They must be complementary. If you find them competing, there is a wrong spirit there. When I preach, I don't compete with somebody that will preach next week or previous week. I'm here to offer what God has put in my heart and that's it. And I, and I hope whoever comes or whoever has been there will use their own gift from their own position and ultimately the whole church will benefit. I, I hope we are together here. Now he says, they ask him a question. How does one know their rightful position in the body of Christ? You know, some people, when they ask questions, uh, certain questions, they reveal where you want to get to. I hope we are together now. Uh, hallelujah. I, I, just, I just wonder, some of the questions when you look at COD, you, you wonder and say, this person, when they asked this question, they were somewhere really. But, but I think this is a brilliant question that was asked of the prophet. And he says, that's, that's a good one, very good. That would be the kind of question amongst many of us here tonight. Do you, do you have those questions here this tonight? Do you have the, such a question tonight? Where you want to know your position in the body of Christ? Are you here, believers? Do you want to know your position as well? Uh, let's listen to what the prophet of God says. He says, how do you rightfully know? Now, now I'm presuming that this brother, it could have been a sister as well, I'm presuming that this brother wants to know what position, what in Christ, what part of Christ do I play? Now you say, for instance, I would say like this. Brother, to give you the best answer I know, your position in Christ is revealed to you by the Holy Spirit. And how will the Holy Spirit reveal your position? It must be in you. I hope we 
here together. And then he says, and then if you want to know whether it's the Holy Spirit or not, find out whether he blesses what you are doing or not. If he blesses it, then that's him. If he doesn't bless it, then that means it's you. I hope we are together here. Now, if a, if a person in church, we don't, we don't decline when people want to do something. Uh, we, we allow people to do things. And we encourage people to do things. But uh, we always check if God blesses it, then he is the one doing it. Hallelujah. But if he doesn't bless it, then it's you doing it. And if he blesses it, my brother, my sister, keep on doing it. Because if he blesses it, that means he is happy with it. I hope we are together. If, if a man says, I want to be an evangelist, I will come to what the prophet says. We cannot stop you and say, brother, you can't be an evangelist. Our responsibility is to give you a field and say, there is a field. And, and go there, we are supporting you. And we are praying for you. Then you go out to the church, prays for you. And you are there, you are, you are cultivating the land. If it brings out the fruits, then it vindicates your ministry. Then we can encourage you to keep on going forward. But if there are no fruits, then we might be able to bring you back in church and say it's not for you, my brother. Because why? The gift will speak for itself. And actually, I don't think we need to deny anybody an opportunity to be anything. If a man says, I want to be a pastor, he must be given an opportunity. And as time goes on, the results will prove whether it's right or not. The gift will always speak for itself. I hope, I hope we are together this evening. Now he continues, he says, so always do this brethren. Whenever you feel you are supposed to do something, first find out if it's scriptural for you to do it. If it's in the scriptures, not just written in one place, but I mean completely scriptural through the Bible for you to do it, your position say if you would be an evangelist, pastor, teacher, prophet whatever that God might have called you to do to be first check whether is it scriptural because a gift will only be effective if it's aligned with the scriptures if the scriptures support it, go ahead and over and above that, God will bless you. But, but why am I talking like this? It's because the economy of God does not need spectators. But it needs the people that can come and partake. The devil's children are all over places. And for goodness sake, the children of God must be all over. And, and magnify what God has deposited in them. I hope we are together here. 
Now he says, you see, if you have the gift of tongues and gift of interpretation or any kind of the nine spiritual gifts in the church, and you know that if you've got a gift of tongues, there must be a gift of interpretation that go together. You, you don't just come to church and ramba washinga. No, 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 no. no. There must be an interpretation Interpretation, there must be a message behind it. Because the Paul says if we speak in tongues and there is no interpretation, people are going to say we are men. The way that the tongues work is that if somebody speaks in tongues, somebody must interpret. If it's just only tongues and there is no interpretation, the people are going to say we are men. So I, I don't know whether you get to the point that the gifts of God are complementary. And every man has got his own field to till. Uh, Benjamin couldn't till the ground on the land of Manasseh. Everyone has got their own roles. Everyone has got their own areas of gifting. But they must be complementary in order to glorify God. Let me take it up higher. Even in the body of Christ, because the body of Christ is not a local assembly, but the body of Christ it is the mystical body of Jesus Christ that is located around the globe. Even the gifts in the body of Christ, they must be complementary. Wherever I join with Beng, Another brother in Zimbabwe must be able to compliment that. Another brother in Cape Town must be able to compliment that. If there is competition, then there is immaturity. Wherever God works, they compliment one another. When you find Moses, you find Joshua to support. If you find Paul, you find Timothy to support. If you find Jesus, you find the disciples. I hope we are together. Amen. And even the churches they must be complementary. This church here is not here because it wants to compete with anybody. But it is here to cater to the needs of this community. And whatever we do here, we hope it will resonate with the body of Christ. And give another brother somewhere hope. As much as we get hope somewhere. I, I hope we are together here. We can't have just one super church. But we must have one super bride that is made up of many individuals around the globe. Amen. Now he says, then usually Wait, I, I watch it for myself. That's the prophet. This is me. I watch the nature of the person. I, I watch. I watch. I watch the nature of the person and see what kind of a gift that they are professing. And I hope here you will get me. 
If if I preach here, it, 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 it's not just a, a oratory. Or, or just the eloquence of the speech. The, what, what makes the sermon to be powerful is the life behind the sermon. The sermon, it's a sermon, but it must be backed up by the nature behind it. How many times have you seen great preachers be on the stage? But when you go and check the spirit behind, you find that the spirit is wrong. And for all you care, if a church does not have a spiritual discernment, uh, even a magician can preach to you. If you don't investigate the spirit behind. And what makes a gift to be powerful, brethren? And you, seniors, I want you on board and you listen to me. The life behind it. It's what makes the gift to be effective. Unless the life backs it up, it's a performance, it's not a gift. It's just a talent show. And let me say this. In the body of Christ, we've got no room for talent show. Everything must be backed up by life. The pastor, his life must back up his sermons. The singers, their song must be backed up by their lives. The congregation, their lives must back up their testimony. So actually, we look at the life before we look at anything else. Amen. Let's continue. Now he says, I watch the nature of the person and see what kind of a gift that they are professing. See, God will work with his creature the way he is made. That means how he has fashioned you. You've got a DNA of what you are supposed to do. And in every area of gifting, where he places you. Your makeup, he has made it to to be able to carry that gift and be a blessing to the people. Hallelujah. Now he says, if if you see, if, if a man says, if you see him really flighty, Flighty, it's a, it's a, it's 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 a, it's being lightweight to the responsibility. Being lightweight to the responsibility. In English, they say sometimes you can be out of your breath. Amen. Amen. Because uh, the role, the the responsibility versus the person. There is a mismatch. 
That's what the word flight means. If you see him really flighting going on, and he says, The Lord called me for such and such to be a pastor. Now, a pastor can be a flighty person. A pastor is solid and sound. You see, God called me to be a teacher. Watch how he interprets the words. If he gets it all mixed up and everything else, then you can tell. Then the thing to do, your position is usually known whether you can do it or not. It brings me to another scripture here. Proverbs, uh, let's go to the book of Proverbs 18. Verse 16. That's Proverbs 18, 1-8, verse 16, 1-6. Maybe we can read it together in the, in the, on the screen. Amen. Okay, let's start together. Amen. You, you see, your, your gift will make a room for you. Hallelujah. I, I was I was seeing in some meeting and then uh, I think I was with Bram Banyan. Uh, people sometimes are surprised. Maybe we go to the convention and then uh, they see some people singing, they see others not singing. And then uh, a lot of times some they say, uh, is it because they favor this one, they don't favor that one? At a convention, I think we are around about three, almost 3,000 in number. And if you've got 3,000 and 1,000 of them say we are singers, can we sing all of us as 1,000? Then, then how do you select that Musizo will sing, this one won't sing? Bring back my scripture. Let's read it again. All right. A woman's gift maketh room for her. And the gift will speak for itself. Hallelujah. I hope we are together. I hope we are together here. Hallelujah. And, and that is why you've got spiritual people in church. The people that are deacons to assess these things. I can't just wake up one morning and say, hey, Dala, oh, oh, this brother, brother, Maven is the one playing drums. This Sunday is me. Is it he playing because he 
is from Congo and we are not from Congo. No, my brother, a man's gift maketh room for him. No, And the gift will speak for itself. And as spiritual leaders, we will be able to say you can do it or you can't do it. I hope we are together. Let's continue. No, let's the same verse. Let's read it again. I guess if one didn't forty. Your room will make room for you to great men. And it's not only singing. Even at work, your gift will make a room for you to great men. Your gift will open doors for you. They say your gift will take you higher. And your lack of character will take you down. Your lack of character will will take you down. I don't know whether it's the right one, brethren. Okay, it's the right one. The beauty about it, you must have the gift and the character. And that's why in, in this church, that's one day we were having young people here. I hope, I think one brother was sitting there and he asked a question, he's an unbeliever. He says, I want to ask a question. What happens when I come to church? And I take a seat in church and I, I see somebody singing and I remember that the person that is singing we were together drinking at Velumit. I say, in this church you need to bring it to our attention because we are not only interested in the melody of the voice. We, we can do without the melody. But we, we one thing that we cannot do without it is the holiness behind the voice Amen. it is the holiness behind the voice we expect that I think you expect of me as well that if I preach here how I preach it is how I am at work wherever I am there must be consistency but if I become something here and I become something there then you must have a problem I hope we are together here. A man's gift maketh room for him. And bringeth him before great men. Amen. Are we still together? Amen. Now, Let's get another scripture as well. First Timothy chapter 4. Timothy chapter 4. Verse 14. Okay. Verse 14. I think let's read it together. Okay, let's start again. I stand in 40. 
Neglect not. Neglect not. What does it mean by not neglecting? If you've got a flower, and you neglect the flower. Will the flower grow and flourish? That means you need to cultivate, you need to, you need to nurture that flower so that it can blossom. Isn't it true? The Bible says, neglect not the gift that is in thee. And this is where I need to drive it even with you singers. Uh, when, if, if I come to preach, I sit down, I, went, I go into the study. I look at the quotations. I look at the scripture. I look at, uh, at, at, at maybe the whatever commentary that I'm looking at. I know what the message title will be. I know what I need to achieve with that message. I give my, myself time to do that. So that when I come, it's not just words, there must be content. There must be something that you walk away with that can help you. And the same thing with you singers. Neglect not thy gift. It's not just to grab a Sunday, a book on Sunday and say I'm singing. Actually, you are not allowed to bless us until you have blessed yourself first. I don't know whether can I get an amen on that one. Hallelujah. I'm not able, I, I can't bless you with a message that has not blessed me. It's it's not a matter of rushing into the office and just quickly look at the scripture. It must be something that I'm pregnated with. And when I come to preach, I must deliver the product. And that's what must happen with everybody. I hope we are together. In Pedi Nomalevare, we normally say, I don't know whether you'll translate, but I'll translate. But Sakoshakel Rule. Amen. 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 I don't know whether Pedis will translate that one. Oh, it just means, it simply means, as long as there is some noise. Hallelujah. Amen. So we don't want just sound. It must be a certain sound. Have you ever have you ever heard somebody singing a song that you see that goodness they are pregnated with this song? I, I hope we are together. I guess nani chorus leaders, you don't just come with songs. The day we do and you punch then say this one. It must be what you have been humming throughout the week. Amen. And you know sometimes uh, a church a church if you don't understand the church of God, you'll be offended. 
You can sing so great and they just stare at you. And somebody comes and sings out of the tune and says, Amen. Amen. And you say, I wonder what is happening. It's because one, they pick it up from the heart because it's a heart matter. Amen. And if you come to render a song on Sunday, you don't arrive late at church. No meditation. How are you going to bless us? When we saw you walking late in church. Somebody that has got a song in their hearts, they're not late. They can't wait for the doors to open. Are we together? Amen. Amen. Have you ever seen a student that is going to write an exam that has got answers? He can't wait. He's walking next to the exam room. When are they opening so that I write? But the one that has got nothing, he's wondering whether should I tell them whether there is a puncher whether there is a rain, whether there is a strike in the location, all kinds of stories. I'm simply saying that if the Spirit of God is going to bless us with you, it pulls you faster to church. It's embarrassing. To be late in church and try to render an item. Just remember. We're embarrassed on your behalf. Are we together? I'm simply I'm trying to demonstrate that whenever you render God a service. It must be backed up by sacrifice, by character. There is a lot of things that goes with it before you come before the people. I hope we are together. Amen. Let's read Psalm uh, or, or Proverbs 17, verse 8. Chapter 17, verse 8. Okay, let before I go there, let's go to First Peter 4. Verse 10, it's a Bible study. Let's have the scripture on the screen and let's read it together. Let's read it together, First Peter. Four, verse ten. Let's read it, Amen. When you've got a gift, don't don't make us starve. Hallelujah. It's not your gift; it's our gift. God gave it to you so that you can bless us. Let's continue.
when, when we say you are a good steward, it means that whatever God has given to you, it will not go to waste. But it will be used to edify other believers. And, and by so doing, you are a good steward. You remember when, when Jesus spoke about a parable of a man where I think he had given them uh, money and another one went to darken the ground and put it in the ground and said hey, this is now safe when Jesus came he rebuked that man because his gift it never worked for the people of God so if you've got a gift never be shy from rendering it to the Lord actually you must be available and say this is what God has given to me I will do it to my best of ability. And, and when you've got a gift to give to the people of God, you don't listen to critics. You listen to the one that gave you the gift. Because you must remember when you've got a gift and you utilize it, the people are going to speak. There will be critics. And, and, and and as a result, you won't be able to understand it. Because one person will come to you and say, why? Oh, you are such a blessing, wonderful. And as you turn the corner, another one will say, it has only, it must it always be you alone. You get a compliment and a criticism on the same day. But you must not go with the compliment. You must not go with the criticism, but you must go with the who told you to have it. Amen. I said it. Don't go with the compliment. Don't go with the criticism. Go with the one that gave it to you. Because if you go with compliments, if they are not there, you are not going to do it. But when you've got a gift in you, you don't wait to be pat on the back. Whether they pat you on the back or they don't pat you on the back, the gift of God must be given to the people. Amen. I hope we are together. Amen. Let's continue in verse 11. Let's go again in verse 11. It simply says, do it to your best of ability. And, and, and that's why I need to... to when I started ministering, uh, a, a huge portion of time, uh, I think Sunday I used to preach to the church. I think I was 14, somewhere there then. I started preaching to the church. 
Then uh, on Wednesday services, I used to go to an area where I used to preach only to two grand uh, grannies. Me, I preached there many years only with two grannies. And, and I, later on, now I realize, and I say, why did God make me to go and preach only to two grannies all over those years? I think God was testing whether if I preach to two people, I would preach with the same enthusiasm as if I'm preaching to a thousand. And it has built a character in me. I don't care whether people are five. I preach as if it's thousand people. Whether it's thousand people, I preach with the same detail as if it's three people. Your, your gift must not depend on the crowd. It must depend on what God wants you to do irrespective of the crowd. Never ever be too big unless until you cannot preach to few people. And even you singers don't say, ah, the church is not full today. Ah, what's the use? I want when it is full. Then, then you are a sure man. You are not rendering a service. And a commitment, normally you see it when people are few. Amen. Amen. Okay, let's read the last scripture and then I'm releasing you to go back home. Let's read uh, uh, Proverbs 17 verse 8. 17 verse 8. Let's read it together. Uh, did you hear that? When you've got a gift, it's like gold to you. Don't be meekish about your gift. Some people, when you see, tell them and say, you are such a blessing, a good singer. I mean, you don't do like that. You say, God bless you, keep on praying for me. So that I can continue to be a blessing to God's people. Amen. Are we together? Let's read it again. If God makes it to prosper, it's genuine. 
If it doesn't prosper, it's manufactured. Just check whether God blesses it. If He blesses it, keep on going. And when I say gift, it's not about singing. It's not just about preaching. There are people that have got these gifts that you have never heard to their voice in this church. Their gift is just to pray for everybody when they are in their closet. Sometimes when we preach, it's not because we know, it's because somebody is praying somewhere and doesn't want the people to know that they are praying. And, and, and those people that are doing that, it is their gift. Some gifts, they make you appear before men. But some gifts, they carry men without them knowing. And you may have some of those gifts. Hallelujah. And we've got people that pray for us. Amen. They, they are not making noise. But they are praying for us. Wherever they are. God bless the church on Sunday. Bless the minister. Bless the church. Let it be a blessing. And when it becomes a blessing, it's them doing it. Nobody's aware of it. And that gift, it's the one that has more power. It's because why? It is powering other gifts. It may not be visible, but it's there. Some of the gifts, and how do you know in closing, how do you know your gift? Your gift will make you restless. If, if God called you like the people that are helping with the kids, when you come to church, you look at the kids that are going up and down and they are not doing anything. If you've got a gift in you, it irritates you. I wish I can get those children together. Because why? Your gift will make you restless. If your gift is to clean this church, when you come to this church, you will see that it's dirty. And whatever irritates you about the church, just find out there is hidden your gift. Amen. And when you want something to be done in church, you don't go to somebody and say, oh, why you don't do one, two, three? You know what we're going to do? We will say, why don't you do it? Because you saw the need for it, why don't you do it? We need to preach in, in Middleburg. Why don't you go and preach there? It starts with you. If God made you to open your eyes to see the need, he surely must give you the strength to do something about it. Because unless that is the case, then you become a candidate to become a critic in church. Because a critic is someone who sees everything that he can't do anything about. But God wants the soldier that can see and do something. May God richly bless you as well.
I heard you saying, I'm only in this message by grace. Amen. Where, where would we be if God didn't send Br- Brother Brenham? We're going to be very miserable people. Let's sing it, believers. I'm only in this message by grace.
Kulega, Babu Namazonke, Nenamazonke, Scotamise, Amethriti Pamgo Sobaco, Wena Babalung Leo, Okala no Pedelis or Colorate, Baba Uti Mobiza and Neguia Congo Sulung Leo, Jeremiah, Uti Jeremiah, before you were formed in your mother's womb. I knew you and I sanctified thee and I made thee a prophet. Heavenly Father, we realize that Heavenly Father, before we came into this earth, oh God, you ordained us to be something, oh God. And Heavenly Father, you pre-planned us, oh God. Heavenly Father, oh God, and again you said to Jeremiah, I have put words into your mouth, oh God. Heavenly Father, and you said, oh God, to him you shall protect him, oh God. Thus, Heavenly Father, we take exemplary from there, oh God, to say also our lives, oh God, are pre-planned, oh God. Our gifts, oh God. Heavenly Father, no man gave us, oh God, but Heavenly Father, it came from Jehovah Jireh, oh God. Heavenly Father, when you said, let us make men in our image and in our likeness, Heavenly Father, oh God, that's where the gifts were coming, oh God. Heavenly Father, when we entered into this earth, Heavenly Father, as we walked on this journey, Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father, that's where we realize, oh, the Lord has ordained me for this, the Lord has ordained me for this until Brother Branham says everything which serves his purpose Heavenly Father, there is a resurrection for it, oh God, Heavenly Father oh God, help us to stay in our positions, Heavenly Father, this evening oh God, Heavenly Father, it was a reminder, Heavenly Father, that Heavenly Father, we take heed of our callings, oh God. We let you, Heavenly Father, oh God, we exercise, oh God, our gifts, Heavenly Father, because that gift is not for us, oh God, but Heavenly Father, it is for your children, oh God. It is for the feathers of the kingdom, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father, once again, oh God, we want to say Elohim, oh God. We want to say, Heavenly Father, oh God, Jehovah, may you bless the pastor, oh God. You've used them so mightily, Heavenly Father, oh God. Heavenly Father, oh God, you just confirmed your word in our hearts oh God. Heavenly Father, as we came, oh God, from home, oh God. Heavenly Father, you just charged us up, oh God. You just confirmed that word, oh God. Heavenly Father, oh God, again, we'd like to say, Heavenly Lord God Almighty, it is true, oh God, that Heavenly Father, in times of trouble, oh God, you are the present tense, Heavenly Father, help, oh God. Heavenly Father, oh God, you have never failed us, oh God. Heavenly Father, oh God, we just want to thank you, oh God, for your word, Heavenly Father, because your word is the only thing that Heavenly Father is our hope, oh God. Without that word, oh God, we are nothing, Heavenly Father, because Heavenly Father, oh God, our makeup is the word, oh God, because Heavenly Father, we feed on the word, Heavenly Father. Oh God, without the word, we are nothing, oh God. That's why we say, Almighty God, we just want to thank you that Heavenly Father, oh God, we've rubbed shoulders with eternity, oh God. Heavenly Father, oh God, you have lifted us up, oh God, to familiar places in Christ Jesus, oh God. Heavenly Father, oh God, we've risen up, oh God. It was like you were speaking to Gideon to say, Thou mighty man of Vela, when he was low and down, Heavenly Father, after that, oh God, after he heard the word of God, Gideon was encouraged, oh God. Heavenly Father, like also us, Heavenly Lord God Almighty, we are encouraged, Heavenly Father, oh God. May you keep on encouraging us, oh God. May you keep on blessing us, oh God, so we can press the battle, oh God, each day harder and harder, Heavenly Father. Oh God, we just want to say, Heavenly Father, 
Carry on with us, O God. Help us to live a constant Christian life, O God. Heavenly Father, from Monday to Sunday, O God, help us to be consistent, O God, because we realize, O God, that Heavenly Father, we end the journey, Heavenly Father, until Brother Brenham says it's a journey of a seed, O God. He says the seed has become the seed again, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father, O God, because Heavenly Father, for us to bear fruits, Heavenly Father, we realize that we have to die, O God. Help us, Heavenly Father, to die to ourselves, O oh God, to die upon our thoughts, Heavenly Father, and trust your word, O oh God, and leave everything, O oh God, and trust what you say, Heavenly Father. Thus we ask, Heavenly Father, everything in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Amen. God bless you richly. Let's meet on Sunday, 9 o'clock. Amen. May God richly bless you till we meet on Sunday. You can give us a song. Oh. 